the greatest day of my wife's life was the worst day of mine. It was the day she got to see Jesus face to face. You know what we're about to do? We're about to get real. And I got to begin life without the girl I'd loved since I was 19. We're about to have conversations that Christians have behind closed doors. The scary ones. The ones that make you feel uncomfortable. That's where we're going. The one that was the other half of my history. We'd done everything together. No person, literally irreplaceable. No one else on earth could be the one who did my life with me, my whole adult life. Why? Because we're family. Ustedes son mi familia. She was gone in an instant. I was uh, a lost little boy. He'd been Ron and Karen, Ron and Karen, Ron and Karen, Ron and Karen all those years, and then boom, it was Ron. She was in heaven, I was not. So glad for her. But her kids weren't in heaven, and her grandkids weren't, and we all suddenly had to do life without this, this force of love named Karen. So this is the Brian and Janelle podcast. She's Janelle, and I'm Brian. If you don't want to miss anything, all you have to do is hit the subscribe button to get a notification whenever we drop a new episode. This is the Brian and Janelle podcast. Joining us live for a little visit here is our good friend, Ron Hutchcraft. He's a veteran ministry leader, speaker, evangelist. You've probably heard him on Moody Radio many, many times. We love him. Ron Hutchcraft, welcome back to the show, brother. Hello, Brian. And uh, you got the, that uh, lady there, Janelle? That's oh, yeah. right. The lady, Janelle. The, the, <laughs> the, the lady. You guys are the Sunrise Kids there. So uh, you've seen many of those, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Well, she has. I, I've only seen a few. Yes, right. <laughs> right? Oh, so, oh, that's right. Your chauffeur drives you to work while you sleep. I forgot. That's you. right. That's oh, exactly man. right. So, you know, th- th- there's kind of a lie out there about Christianity, I think, that gets told a lot. And it's people kind of view our faith as the fairy tale thing, like come to Jesus and all your dreams will come true and life will be great. Is that what you think people experience? <laughs> no, absolutely not. It didn't happen to Jesus that way. He was a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief, the Bible says. It doesn't happen to us that way. It just means that you don't do those things alone anymore when you have Jesus and you don't do them without hope. I know because... <laughs> If we go back to uh, the the greatest day of my wife's life was the worst day of mine. Oh. It was the day she got to see Jesus face to face. And I got to begin life without the girl I'd loved since I was 19. Oh. And the one that was the other half of my history. Everything we'd, we'd done, everything together. No person, literally irreplaceable. No one else on earth could have been the one who did my life with me, my whole adult life. <clears throat> she was gone in an instant. And... Um, I was I was uh, a lost little boy. I was I, I was had been Ron and Karen, Ron and Karen, Ron and Karen, Ron and Karen all those years, and then boom, it was Ron. She was in heaven. I was not. So glad for her. But her kids weren't in heaven, and her grandkids weren't, and we all suddenly had to do life without this this force of love named Karen. So uh, I, I I started a grief journal. 
And I decided that if um, if my hope was going to have any meaning, I would have to be just as honest about the hurt and about the grief and not just give the Christian talking points. Yeah. Uh, because grief is, uh, especially when you've lost someone you love and the one you love most, it is... Uh, it is the it is the, the the deepest and potentially most dangerous uh, of all human emotions. And so, I just wrote these words in a grief journal. I started. I said, "I will not waste this grief," which only God could have even given me that thought. And I said, "If it's going to hurt this bad, help me not waste this grief." And all I can tell you is, in the months and in now some years since then. He has continued to answer that prayer. It's been the answer to that prayer. That's what the book, Hope When Your Heart is Breaking, which is a book I never would have dreamed I'd write. But I have discovered that, number one, you cannot stuff your grief or it will become a monster inside of you. Anger and bitterness and depression and and, uh, uh, terrible choices. It's not ultimately the loss that we experience that, that does us in. It is the choices we make after the loss, because you've got one road that leads to hope and healing, and you've got one road that leads to more hurt for the rest of your life and no healing. And uh, I discovered how very real Jesus can be, because you know what? And this is many people are experiencing loss. I mean, this year, who could have ever dreamed yeah. when we were saying Happy New Year? Whatever happened to that yeah. in January? What, 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 what jobs lost, health lost, loved ones lost, uh, certainty lost, all kinds of things, education, all kinds of losses. There's a lot of grieving going on. And all I can tell you is that a broken heart is an open heart, wide open, open like it's never in places you didn't even know you had places in your heart. And now with your heart so exposed like that, and, and hopefully you do let the grief out and not close your heart around it. That'll hurt you and chase you the rest of your life. Yeah. But if you grieve your grief and let Jesus, invite Jesus into those deepest parts of your soul, you will experience a kind of healing and comfort that doesn't take the grief away. It's like a scale, and grief's on the one side. And without Jesus, there's nothing on the other side. It is just the weight of the grief, which is horrible. But with Jesus, there is hope on the other side. Paul said to a grieving group of people, we do not grieve. If it stopped there, I'd close my Bible and put it away. That's a lie. No, it says we do not grieve as those who have no hope. This is no fairy tale faith because this is, this is a living hope. It's not a positive vibes. It's not a wishing, hoping, no. It is a living hope, the Bible calls it, because of the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. Hope has a name. His name is Jesus. He can give you a love you will not lose that will never betray you, never desert you, never die on you. It is the one unlosable love. It is the one unsinkable hope for your future because Jesus added a word to the word life. Eternal, and that is all the difference in the world. To say what I'm hap- what's happening to me here is against a much larger canvas. This is the dot on a big canvas called forever, and it just changes everything to know that. So, um, I never would have dreamed I'd write a book about hope when your heart is breaking. But uh, by the way, it, it, you know, uh, people want it. That there's a 
um, little video at our, our website, hopeinyourheartisbreaking.com. A little video that I did and a sample chapter and that kind of thing. You can pre-order. But That's great. Hopeinyourheartisbreaking.com. There's so much more because I want to pass on to people the comfort and the hope and the healing that God is giving to me yeah. um, in a way that is real and honest so the stars show up against the dark sky. Powerful words of hope today from our good friend Ron Hutchcraft. I know you got to run, but I'd encourage folks to go to Hope When Your Heart Is Breaking com to learn more about this upcoming book Ron has and see that video and get that sample chapter. There is hope for those breaking hearts. God bless you, Ron Hutchcraft. Thanks so much. Hey, listen, I love being with you guys. And I love Northeast Ohio. I be, really do. I Great know folks. you do. We've seen you, Great my friend. Folks. <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you. Hey, hold up. Where are you going? You know you liked your time with us. You want more. So look down, hit that button right there, subscribe, and you'll get updated episodes, and then you can hang some more. And guess what? You can help us. How? A five-star rating. You can also hang with us live weekday 6 to 9 a.m., interact with us, talk with us, download the Moody Radio app. Or at brianandjanelle.org. And we don't put all this together all by ourselves. There's some great people behind all this production. We want to thank Ron Eastwood, Kelly Ryder, Paul Carter, Mike Reynolds, and our awesome and fearless leader, Josue Villa. And finally, this podcast is a production of Moody Radio in Cleveland, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute. Well, Brian, that's a wrap. Yep. <laughs>